The last thing we were discussing was a statement of Rebir Miya who explained that if you put a basket on a tree that's more than 4 by 10 tefahim, it is it counts as Ayruv because you could tilt the, the because you could tilt the, the basket towards lower than 10 tefahim, then it counts as a good Ayruv. And we showed by uh, Yom Tov that happens to be on a Friday that you actually have to bring the Iru with you, and it's not good enough to say that since I could bring it. And we answered that Ayrev Yom Tov is different. The reason we're making you bring it is because you, uh, when it, Yom Tov might fall out on a Saturday night, Sunday, and you have to bring it from Ayrev Shabbat, which is Hall, you will get mixed up between Yom Tov before Shabbat, after Shabbat, and you won't bring it either. And with that, we are starting Lamedal Amud Aleph. Four lines in, what says etive? The Gemara is asking a question. We learned in a Brayta, nitkaven lishbot bereshut harabim venir chiruvo bakotel. A person wanted to do his shevita. He wanted to make his Shabbat uh, somewhere in Shut Arabim, and he put his uh, he put his chiruv. Uh, he put a piece of bread uh, by the wall, but the problem is it's uh, a little bit out of his reach. It's more than four amot from the place where he planned to do his uh, shevita. If it's lower than 10 tefahim, his iruv counts because you could pick it up and bring it to you. And yes, how are you going to come to carry it on Shabbat if it's more than 4 amot? You can carry it 2 amot and stop, 2 amot and stop and so on. There is ways to do it. If it's over 10 tefahim, it's already in Rishut Yahid, then in iruv because now you can't bring it to you. It's like as if you're in one place and your Ayruv is in a different place. Now a person wanted to uh, to do his Shevita in a really, really high place, uh, like on the top of a nest or on top of a Oberosha Migdal, on top of a uh, closet, which is over 10 Tefahim, and they're considered Then, if you put your Ayruv, uh, you put your piece of bread in the wall, then Why? Because you're doing a Shavita from a really, really high place, and so you're in a Shuta Yahid, and the Ayruv is in a Shuta Yahid, and you can bring it to you. However, if I put it lower than Asrat Fahim, which is now it's the Shuta Rabim area, and I'm really, really, really high in Ayruv, because I'm in a Shuta Yahid, and the Ayruv is in a Shuta Rabim. And the Gemara asks, Where am I? Why is it when I wanted to do my Ayruv on a very, very high place and I put my Ayruv on a lower place, it's not Ayruv. Since I can, you know, move the nest, I can move the box, I can move things uh, around. And I can lower the nest into an area that is lower than 10 Tefahim, which is now sort of like a Karmelit. Since the head of the Karmel, uh, since the head of the nest is four tefahim, but it's now lower than ten tefahim, and if the eruv is in shutar abim, you're in a kalmelit, and that's only the rabbanan, and you could do it benish mashod, you could bring it to yourself, and it should work the same way this uh, sort of worked according to Birmiya with the basket. Gemara answers now Amar Birmiya hacha b'megdal mesumar askin, and here we're talking with a bird's nest that is uh, nailed down and it can't be moved from side to side, it can't be lowered. And the Gemara gives a second answer. Even if it wasn't nailed down. 
Here we're talking about a long, uh, I guess a long pole with a long nest. Uh, and the imam teleporta, if I move it to the side, it's going to move to more than four amot from where you put your ayruv. It's going to be too far. And it would be carrying four amot in a shoot harabim. And she gives a second perush where if, since it's more than four amot, you're not going to be in the place where you did your shvita. So when you're picking it up, you didn't do anything. So now the Gemara asks a question. When you wanted to do your shvita on top of the nest, and you put your you put your basket or you put your ayruv somewhere lower than tent fahim who said it's not ayruv. Hey Khidami, what exactly are we talking about? mitna. If the nest or the or the box or the closet has a window or mitna is a string, means you could uh, the ayruv is tied with a string. Bring it through the window, bring it uh, you know, bring it to you with the string. And the idea with the string is since you're not actually picking up the bread itself, you're only doing a dirabanan, and we're not gozer on dirabanan ben hashmashot, and it shouldn't be a problem. So the Gemara answer is no, dele tele kaftao mitna. We're talking about a case uh, where you don't have a string, that it doesn't have a window, and since you have no real way, even midrabanan, to bring it to you, therefore your eruv is not eruv. Now, Let's go back to the Mishnah. A person put uh, his Eruv in a in a hole in the ground, even if it's a hundred Amah deep, his Eruv counts. So the Gemara asks, Where is this Bor? If you want to tell me this Bor is in a Shutayahid, then obviously the Eruv counts. It goes all the way up to the Shemaim. We know that rule already. And the same way it goes all the way up to the Shemaim, it goes all the way down to the bottom. So you want to tell me this board is in Yeshut Rabim? Then where were you planning to do your Shavuot? If on top of the board, you're in one place in Yeshut Rabim, and your Eruv is in a different place in Yeshut Yahid. If you're telling me you're in, you're you're planning to do your shavita inside the bore, then pshita. It's obviously because they're both shuta yachids. What's the problem? You're both in the same place, even. Like mine says, lotsriyecha. Now, what are we talking about? The kae be karmelit. The bore is in a karmelit. Venit kaven ishbot lemala. So now the boar is considered a reshut karmel, reshut ayahid, obviously, and I'm planning to do my shevita above the the boar, which is in the karmelit. Verebihi, and it goes according to the Rebbe. The Amar called a vashum shum shevut. Anything that go, that is mishum shevut, anything that said rabbanan, lo gazru alav ben hashmashot. They weren't kozir ben hashmashot, and therefore, even if the iruv is in a boar that's reshut ayahid, and I'm in a karmelit. Still, this hot is only shoot the rabbanan. Hachamim weren't kozer ben shmashot, which is the, really the right time or the exact time that the iruv is being bought and uh, the kinyan is being made. Therefore, it works. The next mishnah, netano berosh hakane or berosh hakundas. If someone put his iruv uh, on top of a pole or on top of a pillar, bizman shehu talush venaut. 
if the pole or if the the, the pillar uh, they've been uprooted and then you put it back into the ground even if it's a hundred amorai it's a hundred percent good ayruv and here as she says that Mishnah is like a biuda who needs this area to be four to fahim by four to fahim in order to be considered makom hashuv so you could get the uh, bikone the ayruv and Rashba agrees with uh, with uh, Rashif and uh, he, he proves it from Yerushalmi however the Maharam Rotenberg, the Rosh they all argue and they say this Mishnah is going according to Rabbanan that even if it's uh, skinnier than four tefahim wide, it still counts as a good Eruv. Now the Gemara asks, Talush If it was, uh, it's not connected to the ground, then I stuck it back in, then it works. I could put the Eruv on the top of it. However, Talush If it wasn't uh, plucked from the ground and put it back in, no. Mani, who's that going according to? Rabbanan, he, the Amr, it goes according to Rabbanan that they said, anything has to do with uh, Shavuot, that they were Gozer Ben Shemashot, and therefore if the pole or the stick is connected to the ground uh, during the time of the Aruv, it does, then it doesn't count. Because that would be like a tree, and you're not allowed to use a tree on Shabbat. Now the problem is if Amar Tresha, the Mishnah, the, the Mishnah right before this, you said it was like Rabbi, and that uh, we anything that's Mishum Shavuot, anything that's the Rabbanan, we were not Kozer Benesh Mashot. So now the question like this is Resha Rabbi Vesefa Rabbanan, the first Mishnah is according to Rabbi, the second is according to Rabbanan. Amar Le, so Rabbi answered him, Kvarame Le, Rame Bar Hamad Rav Hasda, Rame Bar Rame Bar Hamad already asked that question to Rav Hasda. The Resha is according to Rabbi and the Sefa is according to Rabbanan. And the Gemara now brings a second Terut. It's all Rabbi. And the Sefa, what's the problem? The second part, the reason even Rabbi would want it not connected to the ground because we're always worried you're going to come to you know, cut off a branch from this. Uh, this uh, this pillar or this pole, whatever it is, you're going to come to cut off a piece of this tree. And that's already a melacha de oraita. And even Rabbi would agree with that. So now the Gemara tells us a story. There was this army that tell in they came to Nehardi'ah. And there was no room for the students. Amma the word of Nahman, so Nahman told the students, Puku avidu Go bend over the reeds by the in the field. Bend it over, and this way we'll make them chairs. Now to do this on Shabbat is asur, but if you did it while it's uh, still uh, uh, Friday, then it's mutar. And the Rashba explains it was like so you're allowed to do it on Shabbat. The reason he made them do it out of Shabbat was because just in case they break while we prepare them, that's the, it's most likely to break. Then it should break out of Shabbat, not on Shabbat. Now, go bend over Umahar on Shabbat, Nezil Venetivala. I will go sit over there. So, Etiver, Amibar Hama, Lerav Nahman, Amibar Hama asked the Amri there, and some say it was Rav Okva Baraba, Lerav Nahman. Either way, look at our Mishnah. What does it say? Talush Venaut's in. You're only allowed to use it if it was already uh, detached from the ground and we, put, and we stuck it back in. Lo Talush Velonaut's, but if it's not. Detached from the ground, lot you can't use it because we're not allowed to use anything connected to the ground. Amalis Rav Nachman told them, "Hatam in that Mishnah with the pole be'uzradin." 
is very hard uh, pieces of wood, very hard trees that are almost like actual trees. They're not reeds, they're, they're mamash like trees. Over here, we're talking about such uh, flimsy reeds, they're almost like uh, vegetables, they're like greens, they're like lettuce, and there is no issue with the Shavuot. So like my asks, Who said you're, you're we're mehalek with uh, whether they're hard or or they're not hard? What's it make a difference? Detanya hakanin vehatadin vehayigin all different types of thorn bushes min ilanen they're all tr- uh, types of trees veenan kilaim bekarem but they're also not considered kilaim if you you plant them in in a vineyard. But we have another brayta: hakanim vehakidan vehaurbanin. The different uh, species of uh, reeds that are flimsy. Min yaraken vehen kilayin bacherem. They're 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 vegetables, they're greens, and they're kilayim in a vineyard. Kasha ahadade. We have a problem between the two braytot. On one hand, you saw that the kanim are considered uh, min ilan. On the other hand, they're considered vegetables. Which one are they? Rather, you have to say that there's a difference between they're hard and when they're not hard. When they're hard, they're trees. When they're soft, they're considered vegetables. Now the Gemara asks, This kida, is it really a type of vegetable? But we learned in Markivin Pegam Al Kida Lebana. We're not allowed to graft, put two uh, trees together, a Pegam uh, on top of a uh, white Kida. Why Yarak Beilan? Because it's like putting a vegetable with a tree. And it sounds like this Kida is a tree. Amaraf Papa, no, no, no. Kida Lehud, Ve Kida Lebana Lehud. There's a difference between a regular Kida and a white Kida. The white Kida is considered a tree. The Mishnah now says, Nitano ben Migdal. A person put his uh, his Iruv uh, on top of a closet. Ve Avada Maftehan, you lost the key. Harez Iruv, the Iruv is good. And again, we're talking about the closet being in Rishuta Yahid. Rabbi Eliezer says, if you don't know that the key is in its place, it's not a Iruv. Now, what exactly does that mean? The Gemara will go into, into deep, uh, deeper detail trying to explain uh, what Rabbi Eliezer is saying, but the Rashba understands that there's a difference between the key being lost, which is not good according to Rabbi Eliezer, or mean forgetting where I put the key, which is still okay according to Rabbi Eliezer. Now, the Gemara is going to go back to a person who put his Iruv in the closet and you lost the key. His Iruv counts. Why should it count? You don't. You can't get your Iruv. It's as if and your Iruv should not count. It's like you're in two different places. The Gemara answers, Rav and Shmuel both say, we're dealing with a closet made of bricks, which you could always uh, break and uh, take out your eruv. Here it goes according to Rabbi Meir, the Amar, Pohet lechat hilav and hotel. If you have your eruv in a closet made of bricks, just break it and open it up and take out the, the, uh, the whatever, the fruits or the eruv. And then we learned this, the Gabe Muktzeh. perot satum. You filled up a house with fruits and you locked it up. Venifhat. 
and uh, I guess the roof broke uh, or caved in or something, you're allowed to take uh, fruits from the place where it broke down. And Rashi explains, even though I've been a Shema short of Erev Yom Tov, you couldn't get to it. Since now you could get to it, it's okay. And it goes according to Rabbi Shimon, who doesn't hold of that Mukze. And Rabbi Meir Omer, Pohet Rabbi Meir says, take a jackhammer, break the door, and go get your uh, fruits. And the same thing would be in regards to Eruv. Now the Gemara asks, We're talking about a building with bricks, yeah, but they're not cemented together, so it's easy to break it in. So Gemara says, Over here also, our Mishnah is talking about when we said closet and we said bricks, we're also talking about we're just uh, bricks together, no cement. Rabbi Zira is the one who said that this Mishnah says where you can break it open, that's on Yom Tov, but not on Shabbat. And again, we're lenient because it's Simchat Yom Tov. Our Mishnah is also talking about Yom Tov. And I was asking, Okay, then why did we say uh, in this Braita, Why would it say in, in the Braita that according to Rabbi Ezra, if it got lost in the city, you could get it. If it's outside the city, you can't get it. What's to make a difference? Either way, you could get it. You're allowed to carry on Yom Tov. Even according to the Mahmirim, it's Tzorech Yom Tov, it should be Mutar. And Rashi, by the way, explains, it sounds like there's three Shitot over here. Number one is Tanakamas Shita, that if it got lost in the Sadeh, or it got lost in the city, doesn't make a difference. The Ayruv is, is good, because you can always break down the, the build, the closet. Then there's Rebili Ezra in the Mishnah, where no matter where it is, it's always uh, Asur. And then there's Rebili Ezra in the Braita, that... Uh, if it's in the city, it's uh, you could carry it, and Tosfot uh, doesn't like it. That's the next Tosfot, because the old Shabbat and Tov is two different things. Either way, the question now is, if you're talking about Yom Tov, then what's to make a difference if you lost it in the Sadeh or the Ayr? You could always pick it up. It's Zorich Yom Tov. So the Gemara answers, No, really... The Braitha was missing words. This is the way he's supposed to say it. If I put it in the closet and I locked it and I lost the key, it uh, because I could always break down the closet. Since I can't break that uh, closet. If I found the key on Shabbat, whether it's in the Sadeh or the Ayir, my Ayruv does not count. And this Tana does not hold like Rabbi Shimon. It doesn't hold that the entire city is one big uh, one big uh, thing. He doesn't hold like that. A, it, it doesn't count as the Ayruv. Rabbi Eliezer Omer depends. If you find this the key, Ayruv Ayruv. If you found it in the field, then it doesn't count. And the Gemara explains, The roofs, the, the, the yards, the, the big yards that uh, no, that are enclosed not for living purposes, the older shootahat and the kelim, it's all one big reshoot 
for any keli, quote unquote, iruv that was inside of them from erev uh, Shabbat uh, through Ben Hashmashot. However, basade and iruvo iruv, why he holds kerabanan, who argue on Rabbi Shimon over there. And they don't hold that all the karpipot and the the gagot and the hatserot are all uh, one reshut. They don't hold like that. And there's a machlok at Lagabe finding tefillin in the street. We're going to learn much later in the Masechet. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.